2: Hi everybody, Russ from my Hammers11. Hope you're all safe and well. News channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting that bell icon and made aware of any time you put new content. we put new content on. New put not you put it, we put new content on, rather. Um hope everyone is, is safe and well at the moment. Um no football, no Premier League. We've got this rubbish Europa League and Champions League stuff happening soon. But uh we'll keep you going, we'll keep that West Ham fix going in this weird, crazy off season. With all these weird transfer rumours and stuff like that flying about, we're still we're still plugging away with my hammers. Level loads of great fans and guests coming up, including today's fan. Uh, it's David bryn Evans. Hi, Dave. How are you doing, man?
0: Hello, mate. How are you? Rush all right?
2: I'm all right. I'm all Good. right. I've, I have, yeah. I've 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 been off this week, so you know it's nice. So spend some time with my daughter. We cancelled yeah. our holiday, so we were you know me and my wife are tag teaming, so the mother in law can have august off when uh yeah. but yeah we're all right yeah we're okay i went to um nigel king do you know nigel, do you know nigel? yeah he's what everyone knows he's one of the west west ham sort of upton park life people i yeah. went to his house sanctuary yes um today which was absolutely fantastic my Brilliant. daughter had a lovely time handling right. the house. yeah no, good good it was lovely it was, again yeah. it's just like one of these weird west ham you know, West Ham family, the West Ham community, you know, things like that. And it's like, it's lovely. And thank you, Nigel, because I know who will be listening. Um, it was a lovely day. Uh, how are you in this sort of weird world we're living in at the moment?
0: Yeah, it's definitely strange, isn't it, eh? Mm. Uh, um, I think, as I said, I'm still working from, from home. I've yep. been a week before lockdown.
2: Same as me, yeah. What is that now,
0: about four months now? Four, Somewhere four and Yeah. a yeah. half. Um, I'm quite enjoying it, mine. I mean
2: me too
0: luckily this facetime and all that kind of stuff like yeah um but um, yeah working for home absolutely no problem at all social distancing i've been doing it for years that's been no problem um so yeah absolutely really probably uh, enjoying is the wrong word i yet, know so. what you mean yeah, it, it it's 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 okay. Yeah, because
2: like for some people it makes a big difference this, yeah, because yeah. obviously they're very social. I'm you know, not a particular social person anyway, but you know, if they're going out or, you know, the elderly and stuff like that. Yeah, but I I'm the same as you. I've sort of gone with gone with the flow a little bit and yeah. it hasn't really affected me. Um yeah. no. which is great, which is yeah, obviously and um yeah, and it's just a bit weird now. It's like we went to McDonald's and went went into McDonald's because obviously it's fifty it's a lot cheaper, isn't it? If you get in now. yeah the government have put this thing in place so if you're eating restaurants I think it's like 80 thousand restaurants across the country if you're eating Monday to Wednesday and eating the restaurant it's 50% off or something like that so yeah 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 there we go you see so yeah
0: the waistline now yeah exactly it doesn't help
2: it doesn't help (laughs) I was was looking for a a lockdown body um And it looks like I've eaten a lockdown body, let alone like got a lockdown, so it hasn't worked for me. But, um, and obviously West Ham, you know, we know who's going to be in the Premier League next year now. So obviously Fulham are going to be in there, Scotty Parker returns.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Which was a good... Levan and Julian yeah, as well. Exactly. Back. Yeah, exactly. Looking forward yeah. to seeing some old boys in. And obviously we're there as well, which is the main yeah. main thing. Um, and and yeah. No, what
0: about you? I, I, for me, it was never in doubt. Da- well, I say it was never yeah. in doubt. I never... I never thought we would go down. No. Um, I didn't expect to speak Chelsea. I probably no. did expect us to be Burnley or whatever, but yeah. I don't know, I just thought that the, the the teams below us just were showing no real form. No. Um I, I Villa picked up towards the end, didn't I? Um no. but no, I I I generally wasn't I wasn't overly worried about us going down if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm I, I was I was the same. I, I, I knew we would I knew we'd, we'd we as you said we'd we'd get there in the end. I mean we were yeah, fortunate and yeah. there was arguably four teams worse than us, you know.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. And
2: absolutely. and I said it on this channel even between restart. I said Watford were going to go down, not Villa, and I I was very proud of myself. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean it was just one. And and typically for West Ham, we we start playing some really nice football, and then that's it. No football for six weeks, and yeah. everyone goes on holiday.
0: Right, you know, yeah. Just nice no, game ain't it? shame.
2: It's a shame because I mean, yeah, you know, it comes, but but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I've, I've, you know, it, I have blind optimism every off season that next season's our year. This is our year. We're going to win a cup this year, and da da da. And after about four or five games, I'm back to square one again, and <laughs>
0: it's the bill be yeah, up throughout the season. only these days, it's all about the forty points, isn't
2: it? It is, the and that's a, that's difficult. We don't
0: yeah. take the cup seriously. I no. mean, the League Cup and the FA Cup are there to be won. If for clubs like us yeah. if you put out a strong team but again it's all about the money it's about the premium yes. money and, and, and yeah. I get it but for the fans year after year sort of no cup runs it's, it's, it's not great it's no not it's great. not especially for a yeah. club like us who traditionally other than the odd year but traditionally we've always been poor in the league but yeah. we've had the good cup runs in between yeah. Yeah. every now and again so um, sadly we're not even getting them anymore which is uh, yeah. which isn't good
2: it's not and i know exactly what you mean it's yeah. it's you know I, I would love us to come out the blocks in september just go for you know go for it you know and and you know like we did it's man united you know play try and play those away games those free yeah. hits and you'll yeah. get some of those free hits back you know you'll get yeah. some of those points and then come as it come till january time be on 25 point 25 28 points something like that you hopefully get pick up four wins by the end of the season, and and you said, yeah. just go for it. Because I think, and it, and, it, and, it, and it's one of those things where it breeds it breeds confidence in the team. If you're you know always winning, you know the cup runs, and and it does. You know your league form might dip a little bit, but you'll still have the momentum going because people want to play in the semi-finals and the quarterfinals. So they have to play well to get into those teams, yeah, and yeah. you know get a quality squad in. And yeah, but we don't we know I think we know what's gonna thing. happen.
0: I think the fans, as much as anything, though, need to. I think they need to manage their expectations sometimes, because yeah. when you're yeah. starting to talk about top six, well, the top oh. six now is a top eight, so yeah. to come ninth is, a, is is an accomplishment these yeah. days, eighth or ninth. And I think fans talking about top six and whatever, you need major investment in the in yeah. the in the team, the squad, if you're oh. going to get to that level. And, and sadly, that's not going to happen for us. So I think a yeah. couple of seasons mid table. And maybe with the odd cut run, happy days. I'd yeah. take it all day long.
2: Yeah, it just needs a fat I mean, I, I, I was speaking to someone the other day and we was talking about that. And obviously, yeah, we tried it, didn't we? We got our feet sort of slightly burnt with Pellegrini. And it was almost, we we'd built a really expensive house but we hadn't seen if the foundations were strong enough to support that house. Yeah. And so, and that's what happened. They built this house. with; It's got a beautiful balcony, but, but you, you, but we didn't put it at the balcony. We put that in the garage and yeah. then we put this here and you know, it, it wasn't the the pieces were in the right place and it was on really dodgy foundations. And, um, and I think we need a couple of years, as you said, just to make those foundations really solid um, build yeah. up gently. And, you know, everyone talks about, you know, this, Oh, right, Red Bull Leipzig model type thing where you buy young players and sell them. That just sounds like good business to me. Not this. Not it's no. not a, it's not a model. It's, they didn't they, Leipzig didn't develop this idea. You know, you buy good players in the championship, you build them up and flip them for a, a few seasons. And yeah, it takes a while and it's a bit frustrating for a, for a fan because you get invest in a player and then they go. But you build the kitty up and then you and then you sort of get this. Mm. That's what I think because we're not going to.
0: The reality, though, is that we will—we might not be a selling club as such. But for instance, Declan Rice, yeah. we all know that Declan Rice, whether it's this window or maybe the next one, um, we all know he's going to go at yeah. some stage. Um, we'd like to think he wouldn't, but but money talks. And if these other clubs can double the wages, offer European football, Champions League, mm. chances of it, you know progressing your international career, etc. It'd be mm. a mug to stay, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd have no, I've no problem with Declan Rice leader. No. Rather he didn't,
1: but
0: yeah, yeah. I I'd, I'd totally understand if he decided whether it's this window or maybe the next. Yeah. The, the time was right to sort of extend his career. Really,
2: mm. yeah, I know what you mean. And 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 what I would hope is that that money is being looked at in investment perspective. So it's like, okay, yeah. well. God forbid, it's, I don't think it'll be this window. I think this window is going to be a bit rushed. I think people have done their business quite early on. So obviously, City yeah. have bought Aki for yeah, £40 million yeah. And yeah. I think Chelsea bought a crap load already, to be honest. I'd be surprised for FFP, whether they can spend money to get Deck in this window, to yeah. be honest. City on the one I'm worried about, because I think City... You know, and, and and I know there was, yeah, you know, people thought, oh, put Decky, he be a, set, a centre back in the future. You can go and buy it. I mean, you could buy Aki for £40 million. He's a good centre back. You know, they he bought Va- Liverpool Van Dyke for, a, you know, I don't know how much, but 30, 40, yeah, 50, I don't know how much it was. You can go and buy good centre backs, but the role, that sort of position that Declan Rice pays, you can, there's not many of them people around. And no. there's a price tag on that. And someone like Man City, with Fernandinho leaving, need that sort of. Box to box, energetic player, and I don't think Chelsea. I think Chelsea have got they're all right at the moment, but I think City are the ones I'm worried about because I think they they. It's,
0: oh yeah, yeah, totally. But it wouldn't it be nice to be talking in ten years time?
2: Oh yeah,
0: saying about Declan Rice, club Being legend. Not, no, yeah. It would be lovely, wouldn't it? But it would sadly, be. I think those, those it just doesn't happen these days. Is, but, I, but,
2: but I don't know why. I have this weird feeling with Declan Rice. It might be the way he talks about the club or mm. just the way you don't hear any criticism of the club when he talks and yeah. despite and he's he, and thing is he's not a great interviewer. He you know he's very like like a boy talking in a candy shop when he yeah, yeah, inter- yeah, yeah. And they'll knock that out of him, the PR team eventually. But yeah. you know, and you think he would it, yes, things would splurt out because he talks so like off the off the fly. But um I think I I, I would love Declan Rice to do a Mark Noble. I, I think mm-hmm. he would be different. You know, he could be another Mason Mount and another Ollie Barkley. Um, yeah, um, what's Barclay? Ross Barkley. Who's really? Ollie Barkley? I don't know. holy fuck you. Ross Barkley or, you know, John, John Henson. it will be another one, just another one. But if he was, he'd be a massive fish in a small pond at West Ham. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Couldn't agree And more. If, if it means give Mount another 100 grand a week more, if it means, give I mean, yeah, you know, next year, He'll definitely be team captain. Mark will be club captain, and he'll be team captain. Yep. Build the team around him. Give him give him, and you know. But the flip side is, if Chelsea came in said, "Right, there's twenty five million and Batshuayi," and we said, "No, Declan's not going on strike." Do you know what I mean? He's not no. that type of player, so he knows his worth as well. So, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Know. Who knows? But yeah. um, anyway, we we leave that to all the other. We leave that to Gonzo and Gio and the Irons United, like they do all the and Nicky, they do all the. Uh, all these all the trans. we I do nostalgia that's that's my niche brilliant, um now um, which is you know actually more enjoyable I think quite often than not now for you David I see the shirt I see the collection behind you as well which is impressive my wife can't stand I've got four five shirts in a cardboard box and really you got high. a whole and you've got a whole rack I see there um why West Ham David why is West Ham your club?
0: To be honest with you i i never i can't think of a, a time when i ever had, had to make a choice
1: yeah
0: um my i think my mum and dad were West Ham were their team of choice but they weren't they weren't big football fans so i i guess i guess it came from there i mean obviously i lived in the area um yep. dad was from home church mum was from south ockendon yeah that was the local club um, first flat I lived in was Chadwell Heath as a as a kid, near um, yeah, the training ground, you know, well, as was. Um, so yeah, I, I never had to make a choice. If I'm honest, I think it was it was always West Ham, but it but it was strange that, as I say, my old man was not a big football fan. Yeah. So it wasn't as if it was like pushed on me or whatever. Um, so yeah, very very odd that, but uh, yeah. It just cre- Years of misery have followed me. Yeah, up.
2: you're right. It just it's just <laughs> creeped up on you, and it's like,
0: what? Where's, where did this come from? What? <laughs> Life would like- easier if I'd been a Liverpool fan or a United oh. fan. But saying that, I always say that the, that the highs that West Ham fans will experience will always be much higher, right up there, more so than the the top six sides that are winning cups every week, uh, every season. They're qualifying for Europe. When we get to a final, it's a big thing. Yeah. And, I, and I love that, Like right? you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they all come hey, out.
0: All... West Ham fans yeah. still celebrate coming third. I mean, there's exactly. DVDs, yeah. there's books, there's still to this day, there's reunion dinners. And yeah. I love that. I love the fact yeah. that you know those players now, all in their 60s, 70s, whatever, they're yeah. iconic. They're legends for finishing yeah. third. Hello,
2: I know, hello. yeah, it's such hello. a West Ham way, isn't it? It's yeah, just yeah. a West Ham way. It's like, "Well yeah. done for being second runner-up to the yeah. league." Brilliant, yeah. thank you, thank you very much. But yeah. tr- <laughs> but it's so true, it's so true, and and um, it's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, for the highs that they are extra high for West Ham. I mean, of course they are, of course they yeah. are. And 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 you know, our cup finals are Tottenham, Chelsea, and um, Man United. You know, and and that and that's what we have. We and we know we're going to have six of those cup finals every year, and we probably win about half of them. I reckon we do quite well, yeah. really, when you play those ones. And that's yeah. it. And that's what we do. And then we've got that week, those three or four days before the next, before we lose to Burnley or 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 draw against West Brom or something, to then really, really go at all our all our Tottenham fans with as much abuse as we can. And then we know, come Saturday, they'll be getting it all back to us yeah. because they said we've, we've, yeah, we've yeah, lost four yeah. 0 to to yeah. Sheffield United. But it's that's what it is. That's that's yeah. what that's what being a West Ham fan's all about, and um, and having the sense of of togetherness and community. And you know, it's I don't know what it is about West Ham fans, but you know, I mean, like today going around, going around the thing with Nigel's at our sanctuary. You know, it's just it's so random, but it was. Yeah. Just I West you,
0: you always get that random thing when, when you're on holiday or, yes. or, or a different area and you see someone or they see you in a West Ham top and, and out it comes or irons oh, yeah. yeah. and whatever. You don't get that with other clubs, no. not not to my knowledge anyway. No. But it's no. something quite unique with West Ham.
2: It is. And you talk about social distancing. We've been doing it for years, haven't we? Yeah. We don't shake hands or, or, or high five. We just do nah. that. They do that. And you know, yep.
0: Yes. Oids, oids, Yep yeah no absolutely.
2: absolutely i always i always wear my my i, I always i always well, me and my daughter we always we always travel in colors that's, that's what we've always done yeah. and uh even when she's been a baby and yeah my 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 suitcase is always full of because you never know do you as you said you always no. bump into someone and people's and i've seen people in like liverpool shirts and stuff and the waiting staff at the hotels and stuff, they don't seem to interact with more than West Ham. You know, they come over yeah. and it's, ah, oh, Bobby Moore, and it's incredible the, the effects, you yeah. know. And, and they even do this channel at the the fan base outside of, of Essex, you know, outside yeah. of London is, you know, is mental. And um, that's what I love. And yeah, we, it's like today I was wearing, wearing this and some random bloke came up to me and, went, and like was in. I don't know, looking at loads of pigs. And he went, yeah, yeah, they're all, "Yeah, they're all Millwall. This lot of all Millwall." And I was like, "Oh, are they? Yeah, all these pigs are Millwall. Don't go near them." I was like, "Okay, right, that is, right. Mate. And we spat and we chatted for about an hour about about West Ham, and mm. it, was, oh, I just, it was just amazing. I just love it. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was in that was over in Maidstone, you know, right over the water. But um, no, that, that's what being a West Ham fan is all about. And particularly now, you see it obviously on Facebook. You know, you, you go on Facebook and stuff quite a lot, and yeah. you see, you know, and. There's been people who've who've suffered West Ham sort of fans who have suffered obviously during this time of lost loved ones and stuff like that or got out of work and yeah. you just see the community helping them all out, you know, like Jackie Hughes' great grandson, he unfortunately passed, he was fifteen, and yeah. we got a floral tribute on his on one of the seats for the I last game at yeah, villa. You know what me, I mean? And really like stuff like that. Yeah. And it's
1: Yeah
2: I don't <laughs> see any of that outside of in other clubs. I just don't. And obviously we're not privy to it, but you know even my Tottenham friends and stuff who watch this show because they haven't got nothing like this. Yeah. And you know, if, if John's watching and people like that, why? But you know, they, they watch it because they haven't got that sense of community. Yeah. Um, and,
0: and, it's, just it's, thing, well, and we can never be accused of being glory. And either. No, no, Hell no, <laughs> Ever.
2: Although, although, I was, I you know, I my I got in the promotional season ninety two ninety three when, so I was a glory hunter, you know, finishing yeah. second to uh, Newcastle United and scoring a last minute goal against Cambridge to, to uh, to go up. But uh, yeah, I was a bit of a glory hunter. Um, now, obviously, David, you know, since since obviously, yeah, you know, since West Ham was somewhat just like a mist descended onto you, and that was it. You're a West Ham fan. Yeah. There must have been some really, really sort of. Really, like, key memories or things that stick out in your mind of your sort of well, fans' career?
0: I've, I've sort of given, in terms of games now, mm. three, three games come to mind. I mean, obviously I was at the playoff finals. Yeah. Um, didn't get a ticket for the, for, the, for the FA Cup final in 2006. Six, but yeah. but I was in Cardiff for it and all the rest of it. So yeah. up the atmosphere as you do. Um, but, but those games aside, the three games to so indulge me on this one, would be first one would be first ever game you always remember your first game
1: and yeah.
0: uh, my first game was august 78 i know i don't look that old but <laughs> august 78 it was our first game of the season after we relegated the season before so we we're in the old second division
1: yeah
0: and we beat Notts county five two. what an introduction to to football uh, i think david cross scored a hat-trick devonshire oh, okay. scored
1: Oh um, wow, yeah,
0: brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yes. You, you, I think you always remember your first game, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was it was special, yeah.
1: That's brilliant. So the,
0: the second one, then, would be the Carlos Tevez last game of the season at Old Trafford. Oh, yeah, oh, that was that was intense, that oh, yeah. was really intense. Like, I mean, I, I've, I've never watched a game, and do you know what I mean? You just you're you riding every tackle, um, didn't expect to get a win, didn't expect. Which we needed, nah, yeah. Uh, I, I know United. I think on the day, I think I'm sure I remember they they, they dropped a couple of players because they had a Champions League final. I think you know? they had, yeah. It was it wasn't this, yeah. this fullest team, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but even their reserve side, I mean, no. you know, it, it's it's a decent team. So I mean, yeah. the whole end of that season, what was it? Was it eight
2: wins and a draw? Out Something out, like out that. The, it was it was it was um, amazing
0: oh superbly yeah absolutely so, so a great ending to the season obviously yeah. stay up in the last day you can't get better than that nah. and the third one would be the martin noble testimonial oh, um, nice. only because i mean it was great to see all the old players yeah. here great to be at upton park um and as i say see Decanio back and, and, and all the all, all the all the kind of iconic west Ham players as well but for me my my son, Reuben, is a, a massive West Ham fan. Like He's yeah. 11 years of age now. And that was our last game we'd done at Upton Park. So, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd done the Swansea one, which was about a week after whatever. Yeah. But um, I'll always That's remember G-O. that. Cause it's, so we had yeah. decent seats. It was, uh, I don't know, how many goals was it? Nine, oh, six or something. Mental, something yeah, stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I'll always remember our last game at Upton Park together. So, yes, yeah, quite special, that one, yeah.
2: That's lovely. And yeah. you're right. and And it was... <coughs> It was just one of those lovely days, you know. It was just a lovely day. It doesn't happen a mm. lot right at West Ham, you know. It was, it, a, we hadn't had a testimonial there for God knows how long. Yeah, no. Um, and yeah, I know. It was like years and years and years ago. And and secondly, it was just like a nice day, you know. It was, all, it was a bit, you know, it, was, it wasn't particularly serious. As she said, it was, almost yeah. like, it was almost like a sort of the last game in the bowling type thing because she had like the yeah. greatest hits. It was yeah. like a now now 20, you know, compilation of the season. You know, it's like, it was, it was like, oh, he's the Kanyo and he's Dean Ashton and he's Kevin Keane and da-da-da. And um, yeah, it was lovely. And it was just nice to, I love the fact that Mark decided to do it at the because I mean I think there was a talk he could have done it at the understate but he wanted to do it at the bowling um, yeah. because of what he meant to and everything as well and it just encapsulated West Out and you know, you know I mean for a testimony you don't usually get a sellout really oh, or no. practically no. a sellout you know it's like I remember Tony Gale interviewed him he had 8,000 because he, he buggered up on the uh, on The scheduling, you didn't realize West, well, West Ham were playing out at home that day. <laughs> but
0: well, I'd, done, the, right. I'd done the um, and again, that was another good night. I'd done the Tony Carr testimonial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there was yeah. only 13,000 for that. And, Mental, and you were both it? Ferdinand brothers, um, yeah, Lampard, Joe Cole, and uh, John Terry were there for pictures yeah. before the game. Didn't play in the game because they, no. I mean, they had a Man. game, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I just thought I was amazed. Then De Canio was there, Zola came on second half, he did, um. Yeah best player on the night he was and he was our manager at the time I know, yeah yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah as i say it was it was a shame for that one that there was only 13,000 there it was, it was a night game
2: weren't it it was an evening game if i remember it was that. it was, and, it was, it was yeah. and there was some it was like you know it was the mark I think like we had it. a
0: game on a saturday didn't we have a game on a, or coming up it wasn't I the end of the so. season gig that they normally put it on
2: no it was during i think it was during yeah it was during yeah. the season so
0: yeah, yeah but it's, it's just the way these things
2: fall out in terms of organizing but yeah no it's um yeah, and you're right. Yeah, you know, And what I love you know, about that last game you mentioned was it wasn't about a game. It was about the experience of you and your son. And, absolutely, absolutely. And that's, and that's what it's all about. And I think, yeah, it's great that we can watch the football on the telly and stuff, but you don't realise... Are you, are you a crowd noise on or off person? On. On. Yeah,
0: Interesting. To, to me, I, I overheard one of your your interviews you have a, you have a night. Yeah. I think the fella said that he started with the noise and then didn't like it and then went off for yeah. me it was it was crowd noise on right yeah. from the start
2: because it just yeah.
0: takes away you you forget that you're watching a game that isn't has a noise there so yeah. for me with the and I think I'm sure they tailor it per per club don't they so they you do get yeah yeah some of the chants and some yeah. of the the sort of songs whatever so yeah definitely for me a crowd yeah. uh, crowd noise on though, yeah
2: yeah, we yeah. interviewed um, a guy called Travis Newton, which I think I've posted a couple of days ago. And, yeah. and he works for Sky and he was in a meeting with the guy who came up with that idea. Like because right. like, I I assumed it was a you know, a bloke in a dark room with like buttons and oh, he, no, really that's what I thought. But the very not...
0: first game there was a bit of a lag on the it was the Villa yeah. Villa Shepherd United. Yes. there seemed to be a lag on it. And he was yeah. like the, the shot would be taken and then eventually sort of two or three seconds after then you'd have the noise. But yeah. They sort of improved that as it went on because I think they the did. next game was Man City Arsenal. Yes. And that was spot on like and I thought oh yeah. here we go yeah I, I can live with that.
2: Yeah. yeah. But it's all done it's all done with AI and um, Opta stats <coughs> as well. So it's like right, gotcha. and it's a base obviously if I know the home team is has got 70% possession in the last 10 minutes then the crowd amp up more in their sound and stuff and um the f- the one thing he said they couldn't figure out was the guy who made it didn't like football. He wasn't a football fan so it was all mathematical and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. what they couldn't figure out was if a team is really pushing and then they concede an own goal like a corner. The computer couldn't work out what to do. Yeah, you know, what type really, of sound, you know. Really, um really. and I always I always liked the fact when we were beating Norwich three 0 up at half time and the crowd was booing norwich and, and that that's harsh yeah. Yeah. that's harsh when the robots are booing you off the pitch you know that, that, yeah. that's like that's really you know you're going down you've lost you've lost your fans yeah. if uh if old you know if if the robots are the, the mash robots are uh are booing you off the pitch at half time but uh yeah. no it's very funny um and, and yeah i mean it to be honest, it's something you're probably gonna have to get used to. You know, we don't know what's going to happen next year. You know, October. Well, they talk, maybe didn't they talk
0: about October that they'd open it up for maybe roughly a third. Was it? The, I, 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 I'd That's, be surprised if they do. But uh, yeah, it was talk of that. anyway. I knew yeah, that I mean, they were planning
2: it. to do all the stuff this last week, was it? Or, yeah, know, early yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, And it all got cancelled because because the, the R went back up. And and I, and I think well, we know for sure the first few games will definitely be behind oh, yeah, completely yeah, behind the, closed doors. And I think. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I think some fans are better than no fans. Um, but then it's a weird experience for those fans that are there because, you know, there's the camaraderie. It's going for a pint at half time, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You miss all that. And that's not yeah. what football is. Football isn't about sitting there. You know, you could just stay at home and watch it on a better, on a, get a better view. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like it's... You're not experiencing anything more sitting there and in your family and then two metres along you've got another family. Yeah. Yeah, but look, something's got to happen, isn't it? we've got to do something, because otherwise, when are we ever going to get fans back in the stadium? So it's like, you know, they're not going to just like tomorrow, say, right, that's it, everyone in, yeah. that's not going to yeah. happen.
0: But then two months ago, we weren't expecting any football at all, right? yeah. so, you know exactly. what I mean, as you say, it does move on. So, yeah. yeah, fingers crossed, it may not be this year, but certainly at some stage next season, I can see that there'll be some fans in the, uh, yeah. in the stadium, hopefully.
2: I've I've got a feeling it'll be around after Christmas. I, I don't think yeah. it'll be October. I think well, I think you know God forbid I think we might have another another couple of weeks lockdown. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So and then that buggers it and then it moves everything back a bit. So I reckon yeah, I reckon does, after yeah. Christmas because obviously you know we don't know what's going to happen at Christmas. You know the, the winter period with yeah. You know, yeah we don't know what's going to happen with the you know anyway we, we sidetrack as we always do these things, maybe But um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so what we do is we do this eleven. <clears> so the idea is you pick your hammers eleven. So it's your eleven players. It's your team doesn't matter what anyone thinks, it's your, your personal, um, your team, your 11, of the players you've been alive to see play. Yeah, That's yeah. basically the only caveat. You can do whatever you want. You can pick your favourite players. You can pick I don't know your best left-sided players, your worst players. It doesn't matter. It's people that made certain impacts on you, positive or negative, as we've had with a few people, yeah, yeah. which is quite funny. Um, And it's true. And it's just an excuse to go and reminisce about players that – um, maybe some people even forget, you know, and stuff. And uh, I think we've had about 175 different players have come up uh, in the 130 odd interviews we've had. Really? So, really yeah, so some obviously, you know...
0: There might be a couple of years
2: that. Good, that's what we like. But some obviously <laughs> will always appear, and that's fair enough because they yeah, make an yeah, impact yeah. generationally <laughs> across people. And that's and that's why we put that caveat in, you know, why people have have to be alive to see them play. Otherwise, we'd all pick the same team. Everyone would have probably oh, sure, more, yeah, but, yeah. and I never saw any of them, so... You know, people have Bobby Moore. I, could, I never saw Bobby Moore. I had Javier Margas and Roger Johnson. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seems a fair swap. Um, so, for the Evans 11, um,
0: who will what, be... What I've done, I've yeah, got a we bit do. left field. I've gone nice. Left field. I thought I'd come out with a couple of different names that maybe we haven't heard before, because you must get tired of, and understandably, the De Canio's, Bonds, and etc., Devonshire. A lot of those are going to be...
2: Yeah, they will be. They will be.
0: Every every interview you do, or a lot of the interviews, anyway. So yeah. I've gone a bit left field. I, I saw Marie Parks's the other night yeah. where she had the players that um, she had a crush on. Yes. So I didn't want really to go down that route. That, that weren't for me. So I, <laughs> I, I have gone left field. I've done an unsung 11. Nice. So the players that play for us, but you wouldn't automatically, when you're thinking of your, your favourite strikers and your best goalkeepers, they mm. wouldn't be. They wouldn't be on the horizon, but but nonetheless, decent like players that's, yeah. uh, that are played in the Claret and Blue.
2: Exactly. Oh, I like this. This is good. You're right, and it's and yeah, it's yeah, it's, you do get you get the same names coming up, but everyone has a slightly different reason why they're in, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. and that's what it is. You know, it's like it's not like, and that's why I think people because people take different things. You know, football is about all about opinions, as we know, and. Yeah, and it's, isn't, and I, I mean, personally, I like it when they put, when people put a theme on, because I think it makes your job a bit easier as well. Because yeah. it's like, we interviewed uh, Claire Lacey, who's a West Ham top appearance um, holder for the West Ham ladies, you know, in the international. And she has struggled for weeks on her 11. And I that told shit. her to do a theme, and she didn't do a theme. And no. she had like another, and she's like, goalkeeper, she listed six goalkeepers. It's like, well, no, yeah. no, you've got to pick one. But um, anyway, these are unsung 11. David, who's going to be between the sticks?
0: Right, I've gone for um, as my goalkeeper as Tom McAllister. Ooh, um, okay. Tom McAllister was basically cover for Phil Parks. Played for us yeah. about seven, eight years. Didn't play many games um, because Phil Parks was really injured. It was Phil Parks also yeah, in yeah. those days in the sort of early eighties? You took the cup competition seriously. Yeah. So it weren't like you put a reserve side out yeah. or, or, or a squad team out, whatever. So, um, yeah, gone with Tom McAllister. He was one of those goalkeepers that, you know, like Roberto this season, mm-hmm. when, he was, when he was announced as the goalkeeper, you were like, oh, God, really?
2: Yeah. It weren't, it weren't like
0: that. Tom McAllister was actually a decent keeper. I yeah. think he played, I might be wrong on this, I think 87 or 88, he played most of the season um, wow. because Phil Parks was injured. And um as I say, a, a, a reliable, decent keeper and it weren't one of those where you were like it wasn't he wasn't Roberto, let's put it
1: that
2: way. He yeah. <laughs> was he wasn't a Roberto. I like that. That's gonna be a noun now at West Ham, yeah, isn't yeah, it, for a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. He's good but he, he's a bit of a Roberto. He's like I know what you mean. And it's it's that and I'd love to get and hopefully we're getting to get a couple of um sort of not reserve team keepers, but second choice keepers on the channel soon. Yeah. Um, we hopefully get Ian, Ian on who obviously is a big American well, yeah, goalkeeper, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and and I'm and I'm I'm really intrigued to find out what it's like to be a number two goalkeeper. Yeah. I don't know how he's going to take it, but you know, it's we all know about you know the the number ones and there's a feel and obviously he's seventy very soon, as you said, you know with Marie sort you know Marie says he's seventy, but um someone like Tom McAllister, you're right, it's like he obviously did a job for us in those seasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. never heard of him, and that's—I'll oh, yeah. be honest—I've never heard of him. So it's really? like that's why I had to just Google. how to spell his name, make sure it was—it was. That's how you spelled out at McAllister. But because um, I know go. someone would moan about it, probably Kent Irons or something like that would moan about it, or Kent Amisberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll put Tom but, McAllister. That's brilliant. I love that.
0: There we go. Super. Okay, okay. I've right. done the. I've done a four-four-two now. Oh, nice. Okay. These. They're just four defenders, so it's not like yeah, there's a Don't left worry. Left yeah, left yeah, yeah. So, so don't don't shoot me down on these because <laughs> you may have a team of don't left, all left-footed players. That matter, which would be fun to watch. Um, oh, yeah. First defender, then I've gone with um, Chicken George, George Barris. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Love George Barris. I know George has actually appeared in one or two people's favourite eleven. Yeah. um He was a trier. one not the best of players. I think he played again for us for seven, eight years, whatever. Um, he was part of the '86 team, I think, um, or certainly yeah. the squad. Um, yeah, good, good, reliable player. And I think what West Ham fans always liked about him was he had a go. He wasn't yeah. one of these players that went missing in a game. Um, he wasn't the best of players, but he was—he was someone that would have a go. Um, and, and I think West Ham fans liked that we like a tr- someone that will give 100% in every game we do yeah we yeah. do
2: and, and, and he was and what also we like what I, I like him particularly sort of not the squad players but, but people who are versatile he could see obviously he, he played he played left I think he played right I think he played in the centre for quite a bit in that 92-93 yeah, yeah. season as well and that's what you need in that sort of squad Not I hate the word squad player but you know that sort of that sort of player in the team you know you need someone have, who has that versatility and and, yeah, and wherever yeah. he played he put it in, you know, and that's that was what people respected about him. And of course, uh, of yeah, good shout. All right, Georgie Paris is
0: in. Who is next? Well, the second defender is George McCartney, old Linda. Yeah. Um, I actually hadn't realised until I'd done him. Well, I probably had at the time, but I'd forgotten he'd actually been with us twice because he yeah. sort of left us the first time to go to Sunderland, come back, and then went back to Sunderland again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always remember him as a as a as a reliable defender. Mm. When you when you discuss like sort of top defenders of West, I mean, don't get me wrong. In terms of unsung, he's certainly not underrated. I mean, he's a Irish international. Yeah. He's always a reliable defender. Um, I always thought he was decent, one of our better ones. I was gutted he left the second time. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the circumstances there were, were around that personally, but uh, yeah, I was gutted he left. I was gutted mm. he
2: left. I don't remember him making a mistake. Do you know what I mean? It's like I remember, I remember most of our defenders, but he was just. He was a you know, steady seven hours.
0: Yeah, he was there, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he?
2: It's not on those people, those players on the team sheet which jars you or 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 puts this sort of streak of stre- Yeah, <laughs> the dread. It companies. Oh God, we're playing. Razvan right, oh my God! You know, but, or, but you know, we start with Masuaku left back. You know that type of thing. You know, it's like he was like, yeah, George McCartney, you know, and he was gonna do a job. Yeah. Um, yeah, good one. Let's, let's okay. crack on, David. Who we got so, Here we go, buddy. mate.
0: Um, we're going with Paul Hilton. Paul, Paul Hilton. Hilton was well. The story there was a, was an odd one that we we played Berry one of the early yes. rounds of the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We stuffed them ten nil and a week later John Lyle buys their central defender, which at the time didn't seem a great sort of bit of business. No. But as it happens, and again he was a squad player primarily, but he could play in a lot of different positions, defence, midfield, whatever. Yeah. But he was quite reliable like I mean I mean we had him for, for quite a while he at West Ham. I'm sure later on he went on the coaching staff as well.
1: Possibly.
0: Um, um but yeah Paul Paul Hilton um mm-hmm. Regardless, despite the fact that uh, he was in defence when we won ten nil, I know it's, it's it was
2: it was similar to. Oh, it's gonna really annoy me now. There's another player that we did. I'm gonna have to go back here and see. There was a player, and and again, it was. I can't remember It might be. we really gonna me. Who t- who it was? Who didn't tell? Who told me this story? But it was with a goalkeeper. I believe it was. Oh, it's gone. I can't. Remember. I want to say Bobby Ferguson. Might be Bobby oh, Ferguson. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did we sign him from Hil- H- Hibernian?
0: Kil- Kilmarnock, I think. Kilmarnock, yeah, sorry,
2: yeah. Kilmarnock. And we'd signed him, and part of the deal was we had a, a friendly with Kilmarnock, um, and he played for Kilmarnock, and he turned up in a red goalkeeper's. Ensemble, which was very unusual, it's sort of yellow yeah. and green, wasn't it? It's, so I think this guy come. It's going to really annoy me now. Um, uh, Gary Stewart, Gary Stewart, that was who it was, um, and he 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 said he looked like a a telephone box, you know. Yeah. Like, and he had an absolute stinker, and he I think he won at four nil or something like that. They lost or something ridiculous, and then obviously he then signed for West Ham. So it's, a, it's well, apparently the we were
0: offered Ron Greenwood had had, had signed, or the, there was a handshake in place that we would buy a Bobby Ferguson. But so the story goes is that we were also offered then shortly after Gordon Banks. Yes. So yes. Because the agreement had been made, he said, no, no, I'll, I won't take Banks. I'll stick with Bobby Ferguson, which yeah. is uh, a crazy story, really. Like, it's one of those I
2: mean, crazy ones, I mean, isn't it? When, when they're going folklore <clears throat> history. Like, you know, like when we had uh, Andre Shevchenko playing mm-hmm. in our reserve teams and he scored and it's like we yeah. didn't, yeah, And uh, it was nothing with, Marcelo Salas and he was meant to turn up at reserve team and he, and he got injured going walking on the plane or something you know all these. I love yeah. all these sort of weird stories that happen Yeah, sliding doors moments right okay Paul Hilton's in who's your next defender
0: the final defender I've gone with is Anton Ferdinand yeah I always I always thought a lot of Anton I thought he was a, again another 7 out of 10 player yeah uh, reliable I always felt I always felt sorry for him because he had a a famous older brother that was playing for United at the time, mm. uh, was playing for England. And I always felt he was always in his brother's footsteps. Yeah. I think it hadn't been, if Rio hadn't been there, I think we would probably look at Anton. I think he was always being compared to his brother, basically. Yeah. And that was always a bit of a shame because, you know, Rio was something special.
2: Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. And and he, and when I interviewed him, I you know, I, again, I didn't, it's funny, I, you know, I do want to bring it up. 'Cause I'm sure he must have get brought that but he brought it up himself and he did say that same thing. He goes, you know, I, I, you know, he had he had the other side, you know, so he had the other pressure where he turned up mm. playing in the first team and people he played with played with Rio as well. So he he thought like they were always he thought, yeah, I felt like people were always gonna compare me to Rio. And it's like when people like Joe, Joe would like put him under his wing or not he's smaller but he's taller but you know what i mean figuratively and and he was like gobsmacked that you know that they were treating him as his own person yeah. and as you said it must have been really weird i mean he and rio literally joined pretty much together a few years younger and went through the ranks together but yeah. um i know what you mean and, and do I you know them. what He's such I love a wrestler. the fact that
0: Anton does lo- still love
2: the club as well. It, I was just about to say that. I was just oh, about sure to say that. About, okay, yeah, sorry. He is, you're totally right. And it's lovely when you hear him. He, you know, we spoke for God, like, we, I mean, the interview is probably about, well, you know, for players, you get like a full, half an hour if you're lucky because you know, I think we went off about an hour with him. And, yeah. and we spoke for about half an hour before and after. And he's... He's such a lovely bloke, and he just loves the club, and you just get that sense that, you know, again, he's one of those ones that I'd love them to involve people like that in the setup. You know, um, even people like Elliot Ward and people like that who's at Chelmsford Town at the moment. Chelsea, you know, they're all doing stuff. You know, yeah. Chesky's just become Billericki yeah, yeah. team system manager to Jay, uh, to um, O'Hara. So, you know, there's all these, and it's. And it's just, I think it's, there's something about them. You know, uh, he was, I, I came out of watching that interview with Anton thinking like, fuck, you know, what a lovely bloke. What a yeah. genuinely lovely, who adores. And that's quite difficult, unusual for the modern fan, modern player. All the old I said, all the old boys, Parksys, your Maccas, your, your Cotties, your Tony girls, love the club. Love the club to bits, yeah. And you know they do. But the modern players, you never think have the same affection. Very, no. Yeah, a couple... But he does, and um, yep. yeah, I totally agree. It's a good shout. Um, big fan of Anton's, and he Brilliant. watches all the videos. Obviously, hi, Anton. He does. He does. He does. And we'll get a retweet, because we put him in. So there you go. Uh, that's always good. Right. Um, let's go into midfield. Who have we got in midfield? Right in.
0: Um, this one was an obvious one for me. Yeah. Jeff Pike. Yes. Good old uh, Jeff Pike. 13 years at the club, 300-odd games. Um, but he's never... He's never... I don't think anyone would ever say their favourite player of, of that time was Jeff Bike. I've never heard that. It was always Trevor Brooking, Billy Barnes, yeah. Frank or whatever. But Jeff Bike was that reliable midfield player. Again, 7 out of 10. Um, played in the 80 Cup Final, played in the 81 League Cup Final. Part of the team that sort of um, went up in, in 81 as well with record points. Yeah, just just a really
1: mm.
0: dependable midfield player that no airs and graces about him just goes out there does his job yeah yeah, just like him
2: yeah and I think he's one of six I want to say he might be five five or six players who played in the 80 and the 85-86 season Um, I believe so I believe so. Um uh, obviously you've got Parksy and me Stewart and bit yeah. and he and he was one of them. And again, I think yeah, you're right, talk about unsung heroes. I think he really is. And you know, and I think the unsung heroes get more of a, a, a shout out, so to speak, when you interview the players. Because yeah, obviously yeah. they know what donkey work he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's other players who come up from the modern era as well. Also the of You know, sort of the, I say sort of the mid-90s era. There's a couple of players who come up who don't appear in other fans, 11s, and in the sort of the 2006s, that type yeah. of season. There's another yeah. couple of players who come up which don't appear in other. And it's really interesting. You know, it's like when you watch football with a professional football player. They watch the game totally different to you. And, you know, it's like, you, you just don't, as you said, our, our eyes are drawn towards, you know, as you said, the Brookins and the Bonzes, where yep. you got the Jeff Pikes who are doing all the all the donkey work, really.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, um, yeah. And obviously, he, he scored that famous him and Mark Ward scored that famous guy at Man United, which then they, uh, which was a total fluke. And then they told they said, "Oh, we've been working on a training and uh, yeah. in the interviews." But yeah, really funny guys. Right,
0: probably <clears throat> Pike is in. Who's next, man? Right, going to go with Lewis morte Oh. That would be a popular one. A lot of people are going to go. Oh my god, he must be on some serious medication to to sort of pick him. I always liked him. I, I know yeah. he loves the club. He always talks very fondly in, in interviews. He always talks fondly about West Ham. He was only there three, four years. Yeah, something like. That. Again, he, he never had. I wouldn't say he had any brilliant games. No brilliant goals to speak of that I that I can think of. But again, a bit like George Paris. I love the fact that he. He gave 100%. 100%. Mm. He may not have been, I mean, don't get me wrong, he was a talented footballer, played for Portugal and all the rest of it, Arsenal, whatever. But I don't think we ever saw the best in him, but I like the fact that he gave 100%. And I don't think the fans at the time always appreciated what he he brought to the team. And the fact that he was in the team sort of showed me that obviously he was doing something right, even if maybe from the, the stands we weren't seeing it. Um, yeah, yeah I, I had a lot of time with Obama. I, I thought he was uh, he was decent.
2: Yeah, yeah, and again, he he was one of those players. You said he, he would he would try. Yeah. And yeah. I think and I think sometimes when players try, you know, oh, he's not he's not particularly, but you know, he was. You're not a bad player if you play for Arsenal. He said in Portugal, oh, and yeah, you know, yeah. he's a good, and you know he he yeah. was a good player, and yeah, yeah. And again, he unfortunately probably came to us. Tail end of his career, that and yeah. it tends to happen with us, as we know. We players bookend us as we're either right at the beginning or right at the end, you know. But um, yeah, no, yeah. As you said, you're right. He does talk really highly of the club, and um, yeah. I'm working on him. I'm working on him. Oh yeah, we'll get him on. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. Excellent. Right. Yeah. Okay, who's next?
0: Here we go. I've gone with Pat Holland.
2: Pat <coughs> Holland. Yeah.
0: Again, very much an unsung era. Um, mm. Problem with Pat Holland. I mean, he was. It was the injuries, um, yeah. 13 years at the club, 240 plus games. But the fact that he only played 240 plus games in 13 years, probably. Yeah. Well, it, it, I have a t- obviously a lot of that was down to the injuries, as well as obviously the other quality players we had at the time. Mm. But um, obviously played in the 75 final, scored yeah. in the 76 Cup Winners Cup final. Mm. But as I say, I think he'd done his knee in sort of late 70s never really recovered there um he was funny enough he did play him in, in my first ever game um i looked it up the other night and he so i can honestly say i've seen holland play but um yeah i always felt a bit sorry for him that uh i mean i, I never saw peak pat holland um yeah. but um yeah I, i'd say probably one of the he, he goes under that title of a an unsung hero
2: oh definitely definitely yeah. no i like that that's no, right and you're right and again he's another one that crops up when you interview older like Harry Wendt and stuff like they were like and Jeff Pike they were like oh yeah Patsy Holland you know mm. put, he was a good player you know, then, yeah. then they'd probably put someone else in but he always got a notable mention you know yeah. honourable mentions or whatever but it's, uh, yeah Pat Holland nice one uh, who's next got, who's next in me well, I've them, gone,
0: this one Jimmy Neighbour I've gone with yeah the last one as a, a sort of unsung hero um, sadly no longer with us I believe yeah 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 um, Again, wasn't there long? Four years, I think. Mean, we got him at the the tail end of his career. Yeah, um, I think he'd had a lot of success with Spurs. Um, we we had him. I mean, but I mean, he played. I remember he, he was in the he scored the winning goal that took us in the second leg of the semi final against Coventry in the eighty one League Cup, mm. and took us to the final with Liverpool because um, obviously we'd lost the first leg, won the second two nil. And uh, Jimmy Nabel scored the, the sort of winning goal that took us to Wembley.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I don't think, again, injuries, a bit like Patsy Holland, a lot of injuries towards the end. Um, so I don't think we ever saw the best in Jimmy Naber. Mm. But when he played, decent player. Yeah. Decent player.
2: And again, it's it's not like it's a modern occurrence. It's 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 throughout West Ham career and throughout West Ham history. It's all about injuries for us, isn't it? It yeah. just seems to be more than anyone. I mean, bloody team. It's like you know, you know The you, as you said. You, yeah. People like Dean Ashton and people like that, you know, all uh, these phenomenal you. players that could have been yeah. an yeah. injury or freak, you know, just never never the stars never align for us, it seems, sometimes. One or twice it once or twice it does, but you know, not very often. And as you no. said, that's um, but yeah, Jimmy Neighbor, nice. Okay. Who's next? We're we going up front now, are we playing two up front? Yeah, we've or... got
0: the last two strikers. Yep. Yeah. Um First striker, Paul Goddard. Yeah. Now, when you remember when you think about the West Ham strikers of the sort of late 70s up to sort of the 86 team, Baby Cross, Tony yeah. Coe, macabeni Yeah. Then then you then you mentioned Paul Goddard. Oh yeah, Paul Goddard. Yeah, he was a good yeah, player. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah. He's one of those that he's just under the radar. Yeah. yeah? And he, and he was a really good player at the time. Really, really good player. He was unlucky that he had a couple of players. Oh, who did he? He had, David, no, sorry, he had Sandy Clark uh, first, he was partnered with, when David Cross left. And then, I think the season after, because Sandy Clark was only there a season, mm. after that we had David Swindler from Palace. Mm. And again, neither of those sort of played to his strengths or whatever. Um, but he had he had a couple of good years with, with David Cross. Um, and again, we, we mentioned injuries uh, towards the end, unfortunately, Paul Goddard the injuries didn't help him and i think he we yeah. went to i think he went to newcastle yeah. then ended up with derby i think I'm, I'm sure he was he might well have, yeah newcastle and then, then then with derby but um yeah sadly we had two or three good years with him yeah. and, and, he, and again he's one of those as i say when you mention the strikers you won't get many people that that'll be their first choice going to goddard it will be as i say david cross cotty or McAvenny. Yeah. And then it will be way uh, like, yeah. So yeah. for me, yeah,
2: an unsung era But you're right, and 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 unfortunately, <coughs> in in some ways, you I mean, we moan about injuries cutting players' careers short. Arguably, that one injury brought our most successful league season ever, because then, <laughs> then you obviously he didn't play, and then Macca went up front, and the rest was history. You know, yeah, yeah, Maka yeah. weren't bought as a he was bought as a ten, not as a striker, and yeah. it you know the fourth you know, again. Uh, there, the stars aligned you know it didn't not as as planned but they they just fell in and it just worked and yeah, um yeah. yeah but you're right it's uh it, you're you're totally right it's like yeah it's 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 mac it's Macca, it's tc it's david cross and then oh yeah paul got oh yeah he played didn't he yeah yeah he that's, that's what you mean
0: if you get a chance go on youtube and have a yeah. and have a butchers at some of these games He was actually a really decent striker yeah. i mean we got him from we got him from QPR for about eight hundred grand, mm. which don't seem nothing now, does it? But at nah. the time, that eight hundred thousand was a was a big, big fee. Um, so, as I say, he, he was as I say, he, he was a decent player, decent player.
1: Yeah,
2: no good shout. And who's the last piece of this unsung yeah. hero puzzle?
0: I gotta be honest, I struggled with the last one, especially up front, because with the strikers, you're either you're either good or your Benny McCarthy, like, do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and then you've got the iconic ones, maybe Carl um, it, it It's, it's the unsung striker doesn't often, it, it's a difficult one to fit in. Like, I know what you mean,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, you You're right, because like, for a midfielder to be unsung, they're usually yeah. a defensive midfielder.
0: Yeah.
2: That's usually it, because they're not yeah. Scoring the goals for a striker, they're either scoring the goals or they're not playing. You know, what yeah, I mean? it's like
0: absolutely, it's... absolutely. So I did struggle with that one, but the, the, the player I slotted in um, was Leroy Rescina. Oh yeah, and a I put Leroy plug. in. I read his book the other week, uh, sorry, a couple of months ago, and um, one of the one of the features there is, I mean, he, he was a decent, he was an okay player, wasn't the best.
1: No. I think
0: he had a. Goal ratio, goals to games about one in three. Yeah. But when you read the book, he, he often played when he was at West Ham with injuries that these mm. days the players would be having six weeks off. In those days, it was an injection, out you go.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and whatever. And I, I think for that reason, he, he, he was. That's the, that's how I was able to sort of slot him in there there um, as a, as an unsung hero for 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 what he did. Yeah. um for West Ham playing with injuries, and as i say, not being a bad player it wasn't i mean he he was there sort of what, eighty seven eighty eight yeah. which were not great years for us no. in on, on the pitch so again, the one in three not a not a bad little hit for for uh no, and, at that and- time.
2: And again, he's one of those players who still loves the club, obviously, he's, he's yeah, an ambassador, yeah, he's one of the club yeah. ambassadors as well, um, we've had him on the channel, um, yeah, he's fantastic, <laughs> I love him, yeah. he's a lovely guy, um, and, I mean, it's again, it's one of those great, and that's what I love, I always interview when I ask the players, I say, you know, how did you join West Ham, what's your story, he's saying why you're a West Ham fan, and, he literally was, I think he's playing at QPR at the time, might have been, it might have been full of one or the other. And um, literally, John Lyle turned up um, and he said, oh, Do you want to come to West Ham? He went, Yes. Uh, and that was on the Thursday, I want to say. And he said, I'll turn up on Saturday. We've got a game. He turned up on Saturday. There, there's 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 the number nine jersey. You, you're yeah. starting, and yeah. he didn't know any of the players. He only had Tony Gal. So he only from his Fulham days. That's the only person he really knew. Um, and then he's like, "Off you go, lad. <laughs> you know, up front, off you go. I haven't trained with any of this lot yet. It doesn't matter. Off you go." He might have even signed him on the Friday, and he played on the Saturday. But um yeah, and I and you know, I interviewed uh, uh, Gonzo from from, my Hammer, uh, from Hammers chat, and yeah. Leroy was in his eleven. Because uh, yeah. he loved him, and yeah. it was just like he was just one of his favourite players ever. And
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sure the story goes is that because I read Kerry Dixon's book. Sure, Kerry Dixon had a choice of West Ham or Arsenal at the time. He yeah. ended up staying with Chelsea. He'd fallen out with Ken Bates, whatever, as did a lot of people. But yeah. he was tempted to sway towards West Ham because he, he met John Lyle. Um, John Lyle would sell the club well to him later. In the end, he decided to stay. At Chelsea, and I think that's why we we then sort of pushed towards Leroy Resina. Yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. lost Tony Cotty at the time. Cotty yes. had gone to Everton.
2: Yes, there, you're right. There was there was he. I think Leroy said. I think there was talk of them buying Kerry Dixon, and it fell through. And he was seen as like the Kerry Dixon light. Yeah, and I think yeah. Yeah, about a million or something. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't a lot they paid for him in no. retrospect, but. uh yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 a funny one, isn't it? It's, yeah, but I love all those stories. That's one of the stories I love. like because obviously the players pick it up as well. You know, he knew that they were trying to get Kerry Dixon, yeah, and and then yeah. they took so obviously, he thought, well clearly, you haven't got Kerry Dixon, so that's why you're coming to me. But yeah, uh, so, yeah. David, it's been it's been lovely. I've enjoyed it's been, it, Rush. Been been really, it, really nice chatting to you. I've loved it. Brilliant, brilliant. It's lovely. Thank you. Oh, fantastic! And, and I love the fact that. You know, there's there's a really nice theme. And yeah, you're right, I reckon there's probably four three or four new names to add to the list. So really? that's all I'm good. That's, that. Yeah, that's all it. good, man. Absolutely that's what we love. It. <laughs> so thank you david also, thanks everyone for watching as well um you yeah, know share like subscribe all that stuff yeah, yeah. um keep keep uh keep watching the movie the movies the videos I keep commenting keep suggesting people you want us to get on the channel we'll try our darndest to get more on the channel um yeah. and until next time for myself and david take care everyone stay safe come on you irons you've got to do it that's it Social distance and uh and we'll see you next time take care